What's up, podcast people? So boy Bakes back up in this bitch. Um, yeah, actually, let me start over. Thanks to everybody who listened to the last one. Apparently, not many of you cared about my 2020 thoughts. <laughs> uh, well, you weren't supposed to come in yet, but obviously you heard that laugh. But yeah, so not that many people cared, but the course still listened, so I appreciate that. And if you didn't, you can always go back and check it out. Per usual, thank you for everybody that listens, takes the time. I really do appreciate it. From that beautiful giggle you heard, I guess you can tell that my wife is here. Um, so what I wanted to do is we've now been parents for a year, which is like wild. <laughs> um, so I kept saying to her, I would have her back on after the year, talk about her pregnancy, just kind of first year of parenting, what it's been like for us. And like, I don't know, maybe some shit that people don't really tell you. Stuff like that, but I didn't want to do it kind of before that. I thought a year was like a good point. And also, for people that didn't really listen last time, apparently she's the best part of the podcast, I've been told, <laughs> by her. <laughs> so I guess having her back might get my listens back up. So let's see how this goes. Uh, go ahead, baby. You can say hi. Hey, guys. Mm. What's up? Mm. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, so I figure we'll start at um, the actual pregnancy anyways, finding out about it. So we had gone down to Delray Beach the last week of March into the first week of April. Uh, I proposed while I was down there, March 29th. 2019. 2019, yeah. So went down there, proposed, came back. We had been trying. She got off the pill in December. Yeah, and so we were trying, but not like really. Um, I think we tracked things for like a month or two, and yeah. not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, so after I proposed, oh, actually, too, my wife thought that she was gonna have a hard time getting pregnant. I did. Yeah. Yeah. She thought it was kind of hereditary. Yeah, I don't know. I, apparently, I don't know. But my mom, funny enough, said to her one time after she was pregnant was, well, if that's the case, you didn't think about George's dad who has like 12 kids. <laughs> he like sneezes and get bitches pregnant. That's what my mom said. So, needless to say. Anyways, so after we, I proposed, we came back and we kind of started talking about the wedding. We knew we wanted to get married pretty quick because we're old. Um, and then... She said to me, you know, I might get off the pill. I don't want to be pregnant for the wedding. I want to enjoy the get wedding. Get back on the pill. Yeah, get back yeah. on the pill. Yeah. Sorry. Want to enjoy the wedding. Want it kind of to be about us. And I said, yeah, that's fine. She didn't do anything about it. The end of April rolls around. I didn't really have time to do anything about it. I think I said that to you, like. You said it to me at the end of April. Because April, okay, end, end I said of April, it to you at the end of April. So the end of April, she thinks she's pregnant. Although for the record, most of the time we've been together, she constantly <laughs> thinks she's pregnant. <laughs> it's so the so amount weird. of pregnancy tests that have gone through this house is like wild. Even post pregnancy, and mind you, she's on the pill all these times. But anyways, so, um, so she took a pregnancy test like at the end of April because she thought she was late. Then she wasn't pregnant. Then she said. I'm going to get back on the pill. Right. Because I don't want to be pregnant. So she was terrified. So then she still did nothing about it. And the beginning of June. It was June 2nd, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was like one day later. Not even really that late. Yeah. And she took a pregnancy test. I was in the shower. 
she came in the bathroom and said, I'm just going to do it now. I can't wait for you to get out. And I was like, well, I mean, I'd like you to wait in case you are. She couldn't. Pees on it. It lights up in about a half a second. I didn't even take it out of the stream. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many people have ha- taken pregnancy tests, but, you know, you have to pee on it, obviously. And then I was p- literally pulling it out, and it was like two lines. Like, <laughs> bitch, you are pre- you're more pregnant than pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, great. No, so I'm in the shower, and I hear, <laughs> fucking great. Fucking great. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, I'm fucking pregnant. And she storms out. So I'm in the shower, mind you, look down at my peen, and I'm like, we did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> I was like, I knew you had this, bro. Shots fired. Uh, so then I'm like, okay, well, where are you? Like, what's going on? And she comes back in, and she's just like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy right now. I was very shocked. Very shocked. So, that night, as we talked about it, she was not thoroughly excited. She just kind of wanted to wait till after the wedding, which is fine. Uh, I was explaining to her that, like, at least we know we can get pregnant. And I was explaining to him that my life just changed in that instant. And he had nine months to adjust to it. And... That was the difference. We also had a wedding date. (laughs) She had a dress. We had a venue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we had all that stuff already done. Um, So as that night goes on and she's not really being happier, but I was giving her, I was giving you space. Like I was like, take it. It's going to take a day. But I understand, you know, it's a lot. Tears, tears were shed. Yes, tears were shed. By both of us. <laughs> but, yes. So I was just going to get to that. So needless to say, as we talk about it, and I'm like, you know, we can figure out the wedding however you want to do it. We can push it back. We'll get married on our own real quick. Have them do something after. If you want to push it up, if you want to have it pregnant, whatever you want to do. Like, we'll figure it out. She couldn't make that decision that night anyways. Uh, but then in bed, we're talking about it, and still, and she's still not very happy, and these are where my tears come in. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know what? You're going to be all right. Like, no matter what you're thinking and you're feeling now, it's not a big deal. It's not like you're thinking about having an abortion. And she says, I don't know what I'm thinking. And then I cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I understand. I understand why you are so upset. Um and honestly, looking back on that, I feel so ridiculous because I know there's so many people who, like, you know, have been trying to get pregnant and can't get pregnant and have to go through all these things, and it makes me feel, like, terrible that I felt that way. Yeah, but in the moment, like, you were, you didn't know, one, what it's like to be a parent, and you were thinking about the wedding, and, like, it, so... It me- just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Reflecting back on it. It makes me feel, and and I guess you're right, knowing what I know now, having him makes me feel bad that I That you weren't just like ecstatic right now. That I wasn't so excited, but the next day I was. So I was going to say, literally like 7 a.m. the next morning, she gets out of bed and I roll over and she has like the biggest smile on her face. And she's like, I'm super happy for this. Yeah. We'll figure everything else out, you know. So, yeah, it, it took her, you know, not even 24 hours, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, again, it was a shock. And like you said, your shit was changing right away. Yeah. And I would disagree that mine wasn't changing right away. But it, it doesn't. Like, but like, it doesn't. I, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I like to indulge in stuff. And, 
all that had to stop. Yes. So. Yes. And her and like the thought of the wedding not being able to have a drink like that. You know, all that stuff. The honeymoon. Yes. That, that was like a yes. big thing. Because we were planning all these things. Right. And then it was like, nope. <laughs> so needless to say, that's how we got pregnant. Uh-huh. We For those of you that don't know, some of you were probably there. Others that weren't. Too bad. It was a good time. Uh, <laughs> we still had the wedding on November 1st and kept it the same. She was able to get the dress taken out a little bit or however they did it. No, uh, I got to change dresses? Yeah. Yeah. They let me return it. Yeah, right. Which normally they don't let you do when you got credit for it. Okay. So, we get married. Then he's due in February. So, the pregnancy itself. Like, so... Why don't you talk about prior to the wedding? So that first trimester. Yeah, that sucked. And I didn't even have it as bad as most people do. Like a lot, well, not most, but a good majority of people. Um, I like throwing up. Yeah, you had a ton of nausea, but no puke. Yeah, and like just can't even get out of bed and like pet. Like, just a ton of stuff. And I just was so nauseous. Like, the smell of things. Yeah. When, did I, the, when does the smell come in? Was that first or second trimester? That's the first trimester. And I remember the day I made you clean out the entire so fridge. So, I brought her food home one night from Bistro. Oh, yeah. Shout out Bistro 781. Yeah. If you haven't been to that restaurant in Walton, get down And there. I said, get me the plainest thing on the menu. Like, get me... Spaghetti and butter and like French, French fries. And he was like, Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I'll get you that. Well I don't know if they have plain French fries for the record too. They so do. Was, they do. Maybe at the time they didn't. This is two years ago. So neither say I got truffle fries. She always loved truffle fries. Big mistake. Came back, that's all she could smell. Oh, God. And the next day, she was smelling it even still, and they were in the fridge. I had to empty the fridge, (laughs) Windex, like, wipe the whole fridge and clean the whole fridge down. Yeah. And then you put them in the trash, and I was like, I can still smell it. And then you put it in the hallway, and I could, you put the trash in the hallway to bring out, like, when we went out the next time. And I could still smell it. Yeah. So I remember the smells oh, being so crazy bad. first trimester. Yeah. That um, was crazy, crazy. Not super sleepy the, yet then, right? I never really had that. Yeah. yeah. That's supposed to be the first trimester. I remember one day at work, I, like, closed my office door and, like, lied on the floor and fell asleep for, like, an hour. But, yeah. I mean, that was, like, the only... Actually, remember... I remember being at the beach now... Now that I'm saying that and like talking to my cousins and just being like, guys, I got to put my head down because I like couldn't even keep my eyes open. Yeah, so that's got to be towards the end of the summer. We told people, we told our parents on Father's Day and we told one of our cousins sometime after that. Then we told everybody at 4th of July. Yeah. 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 Like on my cousins. So whatever. My point is that. Feeling of tiredness must have been towards the end of that, July or August, something yeah. like that. Uh, second trimester, you feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. Second trimester, and what she's told me and other people is like, that's your window of like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the rest of my pregnancy was great until like the last two weeks. Yeah. You didn't particularly have a bad one. No, I didn't. I didn't at all. And she worked I... out for 38 weeks, FYI. Um <laughs> Right, so let's get to that then. So 
Her pregnancy wasn't all that bad. This, yeah, it was. She was lucky. It, yeah, it only got. It just gets difficult at the end. That last it does month for feels everybody like because the baby's so big, and yes. there's like it's just uncomfortable. One thing I'll add about the pregnancy too is I loved the OB, and the OB loved me. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> we used to go in there, crack jokes, have grand old times. Um, so she I do was remember great. That. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and again, you're there like every other day. Yeah, we were there a lot we're at the end. Yeah, so he's due on the tenth. And 10th comes and goes. 10th <laughs> comes and goes, A yeah. couple cervical scrapes, if you want to explain how fun that is. They, yeah, they, um, what is it even called now? Cervical sweeping, sweep, oh. sweeping, mem- they yeah, sweep membrane, your membrane. Sweep. Membrane sweep. Yeah, so they go up and they try to, like, basically, like, just, like, jiggle things up to get things working. And it is so pleasant not at all <laughs> but it's also not it's not terrible it's just kind of like whoa <laughs> um so that's supposed to maybe stimulate it get it going whatever so nothing there yeah so nothing 10th there. comes and goes yep then i on, stopped working yeah i stopped working on the eighth yeah yeah well, whatever the friday yeah. was before that yeah so then mainly because I was so uncomfortable, not because right, I was afraid. Right. And at that point, you don't even know when he's gonna come. Yeah. Uh, so then, that three days later, so it was the thirteenth contraction started that night around like five. She started to get little. Like she's like, I think those are contractions because the first ones were. Oh, like it starts off as this like really like just faint pain, like kind of like cramp, but like really faint, and. I noticed that they were happening like, you know, 20 minutes apart. And I was like, oh. So that night, we just, what did we do? We ate dinner. We were hanging out. We were just watching TV. Watching TV. And they were fine. I was able to watch TV without like, I'd be like, oh, they're getting a little more. But it was nothing crazy. But then she ended up on all fours on the floor. (laughs) That wasn't until after, though. So then we went to bed because I was like. If I can fall asleep, it's obviously I'm right. not like going into labor. So, like, let's just go lie down yeah. and see what happens. And then they got really bad. So I'm tired of them, and I forget what the math is on timing them. Anyways, I just visually remember them getting progressively worse from her not being able to like, oh, it's whatever. And then not being able to move or speak and breathing really heavy. So finally, when it gets to the point that they tell you to call, I call. They say, that's good timing. Come on in. So at this point, it's like two. Yeah, two something in the morning. Two something in the morning, Friday of the 14th. So we go flying in. We get in there. We start doing triage. And before we're like even giving them information. I'm like, give me. She's like, what's your name? And I'm like, when do I get drugs? <laughs> like, God bless anybody who does that and, like, does not get the epidural. I I would consider myself, like, pretty like pretty high tolerance for pain. And, like, I'm, I'm not, like, a yeah. pushover. I'm not, like, a yeah. little. Did you want to say pussy? You got scared? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pussy's not offensive. Okay. I'm not a pussy. And I was like, holy fucking hell. And I would just like to say right here and now, my mother 
had always told me it's just like a really bad period. That is the crazy type of people I'm talking to right now. Like, it is not a really bad period. It is like somebody went inside of you and started like physically ripping you apart. <laughs> That's yeah. what it feels. And, it, and it's the strangest thing because it's like so intense every three minutes it's so crazy and then it completely stops and so after she asked for drugs the nurse was like ma'am i first need your name yeah <laughs> so we check in and what's really messed up is his heart was um decelerating was his heart rate was going down every time she had a contraction so she's like you know we'll monitor that and aaron's still saying how she's in pain and she had said if it wasn't for that we would maybe send you home yeah I was like, if they sent me home, I would have I would have cried. If anybody that's had a baby, it's like they tell you these things to look at for contractions on time and length and stuff like that. And then when you do that and go in, sometimes they're still like, Oh yeah, whatever, go home. Yeah, well if you're not dilated yeah, enough. Right. Yeah. So they took us they took us in. We went through a whole that whole morning. So by the time we got checked in, it's probably like 3.30 or something like that. And basically throughout the morning, his heart rate kept dropping every time she had a contraction. It was freaking me out. They're in there. They're trying to put her in all these different positions because they're trying to see if any of them will keep him stable through <laughs> contractions. They had her leg up on tables. They're sliding the, like, the hospital tables that are on the wheels like over the bed. One knee on this one. The other one twisted. Trying all these different positions. You kind of forget about all that. Yeah. Nothing's working. Nothing's working. Meanwhile, I'm like locked in on the monitor. On the monitor. You were a psycho. I was like, staring at the monitor is not going to make any difference. But they wouldn't tell me anything. And his heart rate kept dropping. And sometimes it would drop to like 85. And they want it to be like 150. And I'm like, yo, there was times where it would drop. And I'm waiting for people to come in. And like, nobody comes in. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not watching. (laughs) No one cares. And then it would happen like three times in a row. Then there'd be like a little code and everybody would come in. (laughs) And I'm like, what are y'all waiting for? And then... They would be like, oh, no, it's fine. We'll try this. We'll try that. So after being neurotic for hours through the morning, I don't even know. And then they give her her drugs, and she's fine. Yeah. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Not a care in the world. And it's funny because, like, watching how in pain she was during the contractions to feeling nothing it's after crazy. the epidural. So I would be watching Wait, the contract. what did they give me the first? Though? Demerol. Demerol. So, so they, give you, they give you Demerol first. Because once you take the epidural, you can't get up. Yeah, you can't get up. Catheter, everything yeah. like that. So they give you Demerol first. And she was like, they were like, if it doesn't work in 20 minutes, she's like, that's not that's not going to do it. <laughs> she's like, that's like, I got it. So then they gave you. No, the- no, it, it was like an hour. Oh, sorry. It was. It was like an hour. But the nurse came in and she was like, yes, you're really failing them, huh? And I was like. Yeah, like, and she's, like, just as bad. I'm, like, pretty much. And she was, like, okay. It knocked us out. It knocked me out for, like, an hour. And then... So then she hits the epidural, and so then I would be standing at the monitor, and she had a contraction. I'd be, like, you feel that? She's, like, nope. I'm, like, that's crazy from watching her, the pain that she was in without it. So, again, shout out to all you crazy people that have them natural. It's wild. So... His heart rate keeps dropping, and eventually they tell us we might have to have a C-section, and we were like, all right, just like, just tell us what to do. And, oh, that's how I stopped freaking out. Finally, the doctor came in, and I was like, lady. Who's like 16, by the way. I did, like, three of the doctors were all like 22. I right? know. I was like, 
I was like, are you mid-residency? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? Um, so I go, I just need to know worst case scenario. That's how I operate. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? I go, if his heart rate drops like low enough, is he going to die? And she was like, no, no, no. If his heart rate gets a real concern, we'll shoot her in for a C-section and he'll be out in 25 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Now I can rock if he's not going to die. <laughs> so we go through this goes on hours you dilate somewhat you almost like contract and go back from yeah. like six to five millimeters centimeters not millimeters that would be like nothing centimeters and then they finally say so they finally come to us and they're like listen <laughs> the girl super sweet the nurse beth israel shut out um you didn't do anything wrong i know the baby didn't do anything wrong. The preg there's nothing wrong with the pregnancy. Yeah, but we think a C-section is the best play at this point. And I said, we don't need all that. What are you talking about? Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. And she was like, well, do you guys need a minute? I'm like, no, we had already talked about it before. And all doped up, Erin was even like, I don't even know if I want to push anyways. <laughs> well, at that point, you're there almost well, 24. Go- I'm in labor over 24 hours. Yeah, at that point, we had that conversation probably 8 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd been there since two. You had contractions since like five o'clock the day before. That's what I mean. It had been like over twenty four hours, and we didn't really sleep. No. So at that point, I'm just like, like we would get, you know, an hour, but the nurse was coming in every like hour to check on me, so yeah. it was like constantly being woken up. So then we're like, no, that's fine. We've talked about it. She was like, oh, she came back, and I said to her, if you told somebody. Else that they would still say no, we want to wait, and she goes, yeah, yeah. She said it's not part of people's birthing plans, and again, God bless you if you have a birth plan. I was like, my birth plan is get this kid out. That's it. That's the plan we had. We had whatever way you want to get him out, get him out. So the nurse was super sweet, and I forget her name. So they bring her in. The C-section is fairly crazy. The one part of that I'll tell you is. Her cousin, Lauren, what's going on, girl? She, um, I was talking to her before I went in while they took her in to prep her. And Lauren said, hey, she may shake, like, uncontrollably and, like, her teeth might chatter, but that's normal. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Thanks for that. Meanwhile, I was, like, doing push-ups and shit, getting fired up to go in. <laughs> uh, so I go in, and mind you, none of the nurses or doctors told me about the chattering or anything, which also I think is weird, because it was wild. The best way I always describe it is as those little toys that's a mouth with teeth that you wind up, and it just is like, that's what her teeth were doing. And she was shaking, and I was, like, freaked out. But luckily, because Lauren had told me that, I was like, this is normal. Yeah, I didn't know what was going yeah, on. Sure. She didn't tell me. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah, so they, C-section is crazy. I'm behind the curtain. I mean, I don't know what you would say or not say because you probably don't remember feeling anything. I didn't feel a thing. Yeah, and it's wild because like I could see the table shaking and then like kind of like their body silhouettes through the curtain. And it seems like they're like roughing you up in there. That's like one of the only things I remember is you being like, can you feel that? Yeah, because it looks crazy what's going on back there. She feels nothing. And talking to the... Anesthesiologist. Um, yeah. Yeah, he kept like, he would dope her up and they're good. And she's like, oh my God, I feel like I might puke. And he's like, oh, all right, one second. And then we'll hit something else. And then she's like, boom, fine again. So that was crazy too. I forgot yeah. about that. They were like, all right, um, 
He's like, sometimes when I put, like, because they give you, like, a double dose of, like, the epidural. I think it's called a bolus or something Yeah, a like bolus. That. And whatever. And he's like, because I'm giving you so much at once, like, you might get nauseous from it. And just like that, I was like, whoa, I'm nauseous. And, it's just, and he's like, I got something. Boom, something for that. Wild. Yeah. So C-section is crazy from guy's point of view. Like, I didn't go behind the curtain. That's fine. Um, and then eventually he comes out, right? It's fairly quick. But I don't hear any crying. And you always, I remember thinking this because you think like movies, TVs, like, wow, wow, wow. And I'm like, obviously, again, I, I spent the whole time freaking out. It's the moral of the story, <laughs> right? Like, I had zero control. That's not my thing. And like, I just wanted it to be done and to have my family in the room. That's why I told the guy at one point. I was like, you just need to get us out of here. So baby comes out and they're like, oh, he's beautiful, but whatever. Big boy. Um, they're taking him over to like weigh him and stuff and still no sound, but they did tell us, um, cause the Zoloft, some of those babies have a little bit. So like they're a little groggier and slower as they come out. So it was totally normal. Then I went over, cut it crazy. He shit all over the place three times. <laughs> One of the nurses is like, I've never seen a baby shit this much. And he kicked it with his foot and it got on like his eye. It was on like me and the nurse. It was when you guys when I brought, brought him, him over. It was on his little hat. I was like, what's on him? <laughs> he was like, poop. I'm like, yeah. this is how this is starting. <laughs> right. And she's she spaced out anyways. She <laughs> she, says, she says to me, she's like, oh, I want to see his face. And so like, I'm trying to turn him and hold him closer. But she can't tilt her head back. I'm tilting my head back like y'all can see me. She can't tilt her head back far enough. So she's like, just bring him close. I want to touch his face. <laughs> And she, like, rubs his face with, like, the backside of her hand. And she's like, he's beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> right? Like, oh <laughs> all doped up. So, whatever. We bring him. I will say this. I did look over at one point when I went back on the other side the second time to see him. And it was wild. Like, she just wide open. Like, the stuff on the side. And they're, like, putting it back in. It's super crazy. So, say they told me the whole thing was going to take... You know, an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, half an hour to get him out, half an hour to sew, him up, sew her back out. No, get him out, sew her up. So I got him down. I'm just sitting there chilling at her head and like time passing, time passing. I can see the clock. And all of a sudden we're like hour 15. And I'm like, what is going on? So finally, one of the nurses comes over and says the way he was positioned when they got him out, he tore her uterus a little bit more, which they said is normal, but he had tore her, tore her almost to like the artery, like her femoral artery. I think that's the right artery, but the one in the thigh. So it took a little bit longer to sew her up. You usually lose a liter of blood. She lost two, um, which isn't like an exorbitant amount, but obviously it's still double what you normally do. So all that was going on. So then they find they brought in another doctor. They needed two doctors in there because the other doctor had never seen a tear that big. See what I went through? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I had no idea. Yeah. It was like the highest. But it's, it's so, you know, vaginal C-section. I know that some people call them like natural births or regular births. And again, cousin Lauren gets angry about that because all birth is natural and beautiful. And, and I agree because even though you didn't go vaginally, like what just watching a C-section is crazy. You know, it's major surgery. Yeah. Like it's yeah. wild. So, Sometimes I wish I had the experience. Um, just because, like, I'll never know what it's like. And, like, because once you have a C-section, if something happens to you, like him ripping me did, 
that's it. You have to have C-sections. Like, you can never go any other way. Right, right, right. So, like... Like, I think if your C-section doesn't have any complications, you If can. they just take you out, but, like, it, say... But no, they just scheduled it because he was, um... His heartbeat, right? Yeah. Then I could have probably gone vaginally if I wanted to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... At any rate, so he's born, we have him, we finally get up to the room. I thank the nurses because, again, like, how do you thank somebody for that? I was like, how do I actually say to you, thank you for, like, bringing my son in and also keeping my wife alive? There's no words. I I was like, I I wanted to hug them all, but, like, I couldn't touch them, you know what I mean? Although this was also, mind you, this was pre-COVID because we were February, one month before, give or take. So we actually had a normal um, experience at the hospital. So, all right, we get there, we get the boy. Everybody already told us if your hospital offers a nursery, send them. So, so we did. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Um, and he wasn't crazy. And for me, the first couple of days, you're laid up, and I had to do everything, like yeah. change diapers, get him up, bring him to you. But she could, she couldn't get up. She had a C-section. Um, had to help her put her under. Again, here's real love. This is what I always say: real love. When you envision helping your wife put on her maternity underwear because she can't bend over. Yeah. That's real love. And I did. And that's you, had to, you had to dry, like, my legs and yeah. everything when I got out of the shower. Because... Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. Because you couldn't bend over at all. Yeah. Um. So just be prepared for that if you think you really know love. Like, that's next level shit. <laughs> um, so there... You know, we were like, oh, he's quiet in the first two days. Yeah. And the nurse was like, he's still, like, sleepy. He had just gone That through... one nurse who had five kids, she was like, yeah, I don't think you guys should get used to this. Because apparently he just went through something traumatic as well, right? So he's still adjusting, coming out, so he don't really have his lungs. Day two, he had his lungs. Yeah. And that first time that he really cried, like, full on, like, in your face loud... I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was kidding. like, that is, that's serious. Yeah. So he wasn't that bad in the hospital. Um, although, no, he had some, there was some crying phases. And they show you your stuff. But again, we were giving him away at the nursery. So we yeah. were sleeping from like 11 to 6. Mm-hmm. Ready to check out. The stay again there was great. The Israel was awesome. Yeah, they were. You know, get in the car. Go pick her up, do the whole thing. We go to leave. The lady puts him in the car seat, and he's screaming bloody murder <laughs> as we walk out. People just staring at us, and like we get in an elevator, and this other couple's baby's just like quiet. Yeah, and he's like screaming. I'm trying to like rock him. They show me how to <laughs> aggressively rock it like a swing, and I'm like swinging the car yeah. seat back and forth like a crazy person. <laughs> and we should have known that he was just screaming that. Um, but he was all right for the car ride home. People always ask, like, did you drive super cautious? I I did leave in the garage. And as we got out of the garage, I think I almost, like, you know, slowly came up on a curb. I was going so slow. And I was like, just drive like a normal person. And I was fine. Yeah. So I didn't feel that. Get home. All right. So we'll try to just break this into, like, quick little trimesters of his life. First trimester, that first night, everybody tells you sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you? But whatever. But that was our first night home, and we had already we were at the hospital for four nights. Yeah. Um. So we wanted to kind of like hang out. Big mistake. So we like wanted to watch a show, whatever. Then we went to bed, and then he woke up, and then he didn't go back to bed. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> so night one was was rough. I think he was up for like five, six hours without barely anything. Um, so you're trying all this stuff, and it's so funny how how little you know and how uncomfortable you feel at the beginning. I remember some some nights at that in the very beginning, I used to nurse him for hours. Mm. Hours. Yeah. I don't even think he was nursing at that point. He wasn't. No. He was just chilling. Yeah, pacifying. Uh, so the first night he doesn't sleep. The next morning, my aunt comes and some family to see him, and we were a wreck. That first, so I, I think I really want to focus on that first week because that first day after being home for a night was, I was rough. She was crying a lot. Yeah. So that I think is one thing that I. I felt like I was prepared for a lot. Like I kind of knew how tough like a newborn would be. I knew how tough like, a, you know, how old he is now. Um, but I don't think I realized that like emotional, like, okay, so you feel like this thing's going to come out of you and you're going to be like so in love with it. And I didn't feel that way. Like I loved him. But I wasn't like, I was just kind of like, I think I love you because I'm supposed to. And I have to. <laughs> I, and from my point of view, I even kind of had the same thing. Like, you know, the heart explodes, all that stuff. Yeah. But at that first morning. My heart did not explode. I didn't even have that. Yeah. When he first came out, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I love this guy. Like, yeah. But. They're just so much not a thing at that point. So for me as well, I kind of had the same vibe. I'm like, yeah, I love this kid. I, I should love this kid. You know yeah. what I mean? It's my yeah. fucking son. Yeah. And so she was crying that morning. And I remember being in the shower and I had all these crazy thoughts where I was like, you know, obviously I love him, but maybe I don't love him enough. And what's enough and how much and what should I feel like? And am I a bad dude? Am I a bad dad? I'm running through like while I'm showering also why did I ruin our life we had so much fun <laughs> like this is gonna be forever this is like horrible yo these crazy thoughts that you know whether you have them or not I'm sure some people would relate but it's like something you're not really prepared for I wasn't yeah I was not in those first three days you know there was a part of me that thought you were gonna have postpartum yeah and you probably had some I don't know does everybody have like some form of it after? Well, yeah, because you have a hormone dump. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. Right. So right after you have the baby, like the placenta and everything um, is producing all these hormones while you're having like a baby. And then once you deliver, all those hormones are gone. Right. So, so that's why you kind of get like super down. And the, for the first couple of days for me, since I had a C-section... I'm, like, trying to recover physically. Like, I'm not even thinking Mental. about... Yeah. Like, I'm just thinking, oh, my God. Like, I, like, I... Am, am I ever going to be able to, like, walk like a normal person again? And it's so crazy because, like, within... It's amazing how your body's just like, yes, you are, and there well, you go. Well, body's an amazing thing. Woman's body's even more amazing, like, pregnancy and going through all that. Uh, so, my aunt comes that morning, and Aaron has a breakdown, and my aunt's an NP... Auntie Linda, we love you. Uh, and she's like, this is normal. Baby blues. I see this all the time. Uh, she's like, go lay down. 
go lay down. We got this. So we'll hold on to him, whatever. And that's when I took that shower. But when you went to lay down, we shut your door, and I could hear you crying. And I came in, and she, you were still crying. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? And you said, I can't even take care of my own son. Yeah. And so then I started crying again. I go, no, that's like, it takes a village. This is <laughs> this is the first day. Like, this is what my aunt's here for. Like, if, and before I actually even said if your mom was here, for those of you who don't know, Aaron's mom passed away six years ago. Uh, you know, you don't think she would be, like, right here having him? Yeah. Like, holding him? And then she started being like, and my mom not being here and getting super emotional about that. That's another thing you're not prepared for. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my aunt, my... Um, Somebody had said something. Yeah. What she said? My um, dad's sister, they lost their mom when she was, like, in her 40s, like, her late 40s. So she was like, you know, I always would miss my mom, but right after I had my first baby, I really missed her. Because it's, like, she's different. Like, George's mom is also, like, obviously she's wonderful, and my aunts are wonderful. And your aunts wonderful. But it's just different when yeah. it's your mom, you know? Well, and especially initially on. Like, first yeah. on, you still don't know what any of that looks like as far as other people being involved, i.e. your aunts, my mom, my... Right. You, in that moment, it's just like, I want my mom. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Like, who else would you want in that scenario except your mom? Yeah. You know? So, like, that was another tough thing that just piled into all of that emotion. Yeah. So, for a few days, it was a lot of crying... Me trying to be as supportive as I can, but it's only, like, so much that I can do. I mean, it will help with the baby as well, but I'm also worried about you. So you're trying to balance both. And then finally, I think my mom came over, and we left, and we went to, like, Walgreens and, like, Starbucks. Yeah. Like, just to be normal. Yeah. And it felt wonderful. And we were coming back from Starbucks, and you were crying. And I was like, you okay? And you were like, these are good tears. Yeah. <laughs> Then I was happy. Yeah. And and I remember saying to you, that doesn't mean you're out of the woods. You may feel yeah. sad again. But you know you can feel happy too. Yeah. Because during the sad days, you were like, I'll never be happy again. Yeah. So based off of that. I'm so dramatic. <laughs> no, I don't think that's fair. I think you'd be surprised. Some people have postpartum for like years. Oh, I know. You know what I, I mean? Know. So like, I, 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 don't think, I don't think it's fair, you know, to judge anything first of all as a dude yeah to judge anything well yeah pre like pre-given like pregnancy or post you got you got quite a window i felt like i was like you got a year to figure out like what your new normal is yeah um my therapist said that you're not out of the woods until like eight the kids like 18 months i think that's what i'm saying yeah so something could still pop up yeah um so i mean obviously the further you go the less likely but right you know. right right so so then she was happy and then that part of it was done yeah i never got that feeling again uh. i got the so but i didn't so it was weird I didn't get the feeling like I, I like missed a part of my story. I, there was a point where I like started like contemplating in my head, like if I give him up for adoption, <laughs> like will people think I'm like terrible? A bad person. But like I can't do this. I not only can I not do this, but I don't want to. Like that's how I was feeling those first couple of days, and that's so scary to feel like that. And I can't imagine having that go on. For like, extended I have of time. A, yes, I have an 
such a respect for women who go through postpartum because it's mm. that's like it's in it's like no rational thing can help you get out of it like yeah. you're just stuck in it and everything's like uh, yeah. yeah i feel like a lot of them that have it bad like talk about wanting to kill yeah. their baby yeah you know what i mean yeah. like wanting to yeah. really like and i can like i you know i don't want to say i can see that but i can in a well, way yeah. because it's like i seriously was like i don't want to hurt you but i don't want you around me yeah <laughs> like uh, yeah so i mean that's a whole nother thing but th- like luckily it was a few days and then yeah, right so after that happiness days. kicked in you were good. And like, I was good. So, so I, meant, I meant that part of it being done, but then the first trimester sucks. Oh, the last trimester. No, oh, the of his life. Yo, <laughs> so the yeah, first yeah, three yeah. months. The so first three months. I still call they it do. a trimester. Yeah. But yes. But they call it your fourth trimester. Gotcha. So fourth trimester is horrible. So my point was, you got past that like emotional thing. Thank yeah. God. But then like that shit sucks. Like I. Yeah, I don't think so. I was this. The reason I said that about giving him up is that then I like liked him, and I was like, you know, I think like I just like the idea of my family, you know. For those, like, couple first months. But then, like, around three or four months, I remember thinking, I fucking love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love this kid so much, like, I could puke. Well, that's how much I love That's him. around the time they start kind of interacting. They smile. They smile. And, stuff, and yeah. like, then it starts to feel like, uh, like a more and more like a real thing and not just something you're keeping alive that's keeping you awake and sucking the life out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and for us, too, it also coincided with him sleeping. Like, we we actually got very lucky with Emmett. He slept through the night at, like, four months. Yeah, Father's Day. So if he's born on Valentine's Day, Father's Day was, like, you know, the middle of June or whatever. Yeah. So right around four months. And lucky, yes, we put a lot of work in, though. We did. We also got a sleep consultant. We trained him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and which I highly recommend. But he started sleeping on his own before we even started with the consultant. He started sleeping eight to ten hours just to fuck with us. Like after yeah. we paid somebody to help us. Yeah. <laughs> but we still used her and she was super helpful. Um, tranquil Beginnings, if anybody's ever looking for a sleep consultant for their baby. I mean, I, I recommend it. If you've had them, I'm sure you figure it out. But I was not interested in not sleeping. Once he regressed and he, he was up every hour, like one weekend, and he was back to waking up like three times after only waking up two times, I just was not interested in like yeah. letting him figure it out and me figure and it that, out. And that couple days, he did it how many nights in a row? Was it two or three where he woke up every two, single hour? Two. Two nights in a row. Yeah. And it was brutal miserable i mean again we switched off getting up so i feel like again i'm lucky in that scenario and this is only because i feel like most of the time the woman is getting right especially yeah breastfeeding but we were still given a bottle we gave one bottle overnight for that specific reason yeah just so i could do it and you could get that extra that four hour sleep session which was huge i remember us being like four hour stretches are where it's are at. Awesome. Like, yeah. Awesome. It's crazy. You know, that's what, like, this is what it's cool to reflect after a year. I mean, we still talk about this stuff sometimes, but to actually kind of go through it is kind of wild. So, yeah, the first trimester was tough. Then he started sleeping. Um, I keep calling it trimester. The first three months. <laughs> the first three months are just no fun, right? He's just there. Yeah. Um, then 
Three to six. Although I would, can honestly say that we only have one kid, and I could say that if we did have another one, I think I would enjoy that newborn phase more. 100%. Knowing that it will end. It's going to end. Yeah. You know? When you're in it that first time and everybody's telling you it'll pass, it'll pass, I don't care what they say to you. You're like, you just don't, you don't, you don't believe it. Right. I kept telling everybody, this kid's never going to sleep. I don't care what you tell me. And mind you, I was super dramatic, and he was sleeping in four months. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so once he started sleeping, man, he was rocking 12-hour nights, and he'd been doing it ever since. Uh, that was a game changer. Oh, my God. Game yeah. changer. Well, that's like your whole life's back. Yeah. You have kids going down at 630. You can hang out together, eat dinner together. It's just, it's. And then he wakes up at six thirty. Well, seven. We we leave until seven. Um, so the next set of months, three to six, starts seeing you. Starts kind of interacting a little bit. Like that starts to get fun, but it's still kind of whatever. Not that bad. I said to her, I feel like around seven, eight months, and a little bit of six, but around seven, eight months, they start to get like real fun. They start interacting. Yeah. I mean, their personality is kind of around four or five months anyways. My favorite so far, though, has been when he started crumb. That was seven months. Yeah. That was seven and months. And I've liked, I've, I've liked every stage, um, except that infant stage, that newborn, newborn stage. Newborn stage, yeah. But I would definitely say once he was like, could move, I'd love that. Yeah. Then it gets fun. Like, I, I would say then again. I like fun. it. He always wants to follow us around the house, and he comes, and he's, like, so fascinated by everything you're doing. And his personality is just wild. So, and that's just become more and more as he's got, as he started to get closer to one. Um, he's just loud. I don't know why. So weird. I don't know right? where that comes from. Um, Likes to be the center of attention. He loves it. He's super extra. I think yeah. that's more you. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't even know how much more in depth we need to get into like kind of like that back half because then it's just like parenting. He's here. You know, it's just that first three months I felt like I really real more wanted to pay attention to and kind of like the semi postpartum type stuff. Mm-hmm. Or not even semi, just short. I don't mm-hmm. think semi makes sense. Um, that's kind of the stuff I wanted to do and just to kind of reflect on it and let people know out there that if you do have any of kind of these feelings, you're not alone. Yeah. It's not weird. Yeah. It's not crazy. And if you don't, that's also great too. Yeah. You, you know, you start to learn, you know, in marriage too, in parenting, like everybody's experiences are different and not one is better than the other. I mean, exactly. you could say if your kid turns out like a shithead, it's it, like you could have done better. But that's not true. Because I know good people that have raised shithead kids. Well, and I know good people who have raised like a shithead and then three good children. You know? Yeah, or... yeah. I mean, there's really no rhyme or reason, right? There really isn't. You do the best you can. You think what you can. You love them as much as you can. And then you still kind of got to hope for the best. Yeah. You know, I was. It's it's at a certain point, it's out of your control their personality takes over and then the world gets involved. I'm just hoping he's one average dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking about him just being average. I'm like, everybody stop paying attention, like acting like he's going to be the second coming. I'm like, he's going to be a regular dude. Yeah. That's it. Not, not trying to raise a president. Yeah. That was, I forget <laughs> whose joke that was, but. Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. Was it? Maybe. No. No. 
Either way, he's like, people are like always asking him about kids and they're knocking on the door. And he's like, you looking for a president? Try next door. I'm just raising an average guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, we'll just wrap it up there. I mean, that's already 45 minutes. That's plenty. Uh, I've just been waiting to kind of his birthday to come around to talk about this and apparently have you back on because everybody loves it. Uh, the one other thing I will say about parenting in general and having a kid. For people that didn't do it with the right person, I'm sorry. Oh, I know. <laughs> because, like, this... And, again, the funny thing about this is you can keep this and play this back to me if we end up divorced and hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so this will always be here. But I will say that doing it with the right person where you can... You just kind of know what the other one's thinking. You're pretty much always on the same page. Not to say shit was perfect, because one of our biggest fights... Actually, I'll tell this story real quick. One of our biggest fights was me getting rid of a Dockatot. If you don't know what a Dockatot is, (laughs) Google it. It's this little almost mini bed that they sleep in. And so when he finally started sleeping, the doctor said, the sleep consultant said, we should start transitioning him out of it. My wife was not having it. She was on some, don't ruin our lives, he's sleeping. And I was like, we need to get him out of this. <laughs> She's like, there's a bigger size. <laughs> there he is. It's like $300. And I'm like, I'm not, he's not sleeping in this till he's three years old. And I was like, why the hell not? <laughs> and I took him out of it eventually when she wasn't here. And he had three horrible naps that day. And she hated me. And that, like that, I still joke, probably our biggest fight. Of him in that year is the Dockatot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he slept perfectly through the night and then slept perfectly fine without it ever again. Yeah. So I am going to take credit for that win. But <laughs> she was not happy about it. So even that being said, but like, yeah, so the communication part of it while parenting is huge and it's only going to go further and it could cause us more problems. And again, we could end up divorced and everybody laugh at this and play it back in my face and be like, oh, you ain't shit. But I'd say for this first year, we parent very well. We've had a couple people comment. We're very 50-50. Um, it's, which, which makes it helpful because you'll start to resent the other person, I feel like, if they are you think they're not doing enough. Because even I feel that way with you, just like on a regular day, but you're still doing plenty. You know, like if there's an hour span where I feel like, do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, or if you're not here, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I can imagine if that extended over time and you always felt like you were doing more, like that would cripple shit. Yeah. So, luckily, I was able to... Wait, you think do something someday? <laughs> no, not, but, like, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like, even if you're not here... Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, like he's being, like, annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I and know. And it's, like... Oh. I'm like, oh, you're taking your sweet-ass time. That's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's what I mean. And we have a good balance. So I can imagine if that was extended over time was what yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Like, even those brief moments... Or if moments you had thinking, multiple kids... Yeah, no, and shout out to everybody with multiple yeah. kids. Like, I'm not even doing that. Um, but yeah, so. Oh, and this is in no way, shape, or form supposed to be like, we don't know what we're doing. This is just our experience. Like, this is not like. <laughs> well, this isn't like. Pa- I don't, this isn't I, parent like us. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, actually, probably don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> This is just more, yeah, no, 100%. This is just our experience. I thought it would be fun to share. Uh, Like I said, people apparently like listening to you more than me. 
And after the year, I thought it was a great time to reflect. But yeah, this isn't certainly like, no, no, this is not a guide. <laughs> isn't it so weird that we were able to avoid having him during the pandy? Yes. I just wanted she to just say, wanted to say pandy. pandy. <laughs> So I call the pandemic pandemic. Tell all your friends. You can't steal that. My cousin Megan, shout out, had a friend of hers on, uh, this nurse that she's cool with, and he was talking about dating. And he said, even though we're in the middle of a pandy, we have to do like be our best selves. And I was obsessed that he called it a pandy. So I'm like, yo, this pandy's been crazy. So she was just trying to fit that. <laughs> and luckily, we had him through that, which is a whole other topic. We'd probably just be like. We'll go back to pandemic parenting with, like, a newborn, even though you're pretty much in quarantine anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, but even that was kind of like a trip, and he'll always be able to look in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were born that year. But he also missed it. Maybe he brought it. We don't know. <laughs> I think he might be patient zero. He could very well be patient zero. He looks, he looks suspicious. Uh, uh, on that note, anything else you want to add? I think that was good. I don't think so. 50 minutes. I feel like it was entertaining enough. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Again, thank You're you. You're all safe. Staying safe during the pandy. During the pandy. Don't <laughs> back out there. Uh, so thank you for everybody who listened. Rate, review it, share it, do whatever you can. Um, thank you to my lovely wife for coming on and entertaining. If this, again, gets more plays than like my other shit, then maybe I will have her on again. But... I feel like I'm more entertaining, but I'm starting to learn maybe I'm not. I feel like I am just a wealth of knowledge, and people want to hear what I have to say. Uh, yeah, that's apparent. So you can comment on that, too. <laughs> and if you think that you should be on all the time, let me know. And, yeah, thanks. That's it. We will. Uh, ch I'll check back in sometime soon. Again, I do this when I feel like it. It's not really like a scheduled thing. But every time after I'm done, it's always kind of fun. So I'm glad we did that. And uh, I love my wife. Ah, so corny. Peace.